1: Greetings, ye intrepid seekers of truth. You've come to the wrong place. Welcome to the nonsense bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy,
0: and I'm Willow Truman. Hello, Willow. Hi, Sequoia. How are you? I'm great. Awesome. A little confused. Yeah. Yeah. By by the game that this episode is about, round uh, God.
1: Yeah. What uh? What are we talking about
0: here? We're talking about. The game drowned God. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I just said. Were you listening? (laughs) Anyway, if you didn't listen to our last episode, Hairy Horse, you got to go listen to that one because that will give you context for what this one is about. You actually really need to go listen to it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of necessary because, yeah, last week we talked about the life and career and... Really fucking sad ending of the life of Mr. Harry Horse, or Richard Horne, and this week we're talking about the weird fucking video game he made in the 1990s.
0: Yes, his magnum opus, if you will. It
1: is. I will. Uh, That is a magnum opus, for sure.
0: It is. Like, he did a lot of other stuff, too. He made those cartoons. He did that swamp trash. Yes. Funky business. That (laughs) Oskaloosa-Mazara business. But this is really like, you know.
1: This is the piece of art that like an artist makes that ends up, for better or worse, uh, summarizing them. And, yes. And I, I think in this case, I think it's it's worse. But yeah, again, if you haven't listened to the last episode, um, that nothing we're about to say is going to make any sense whatsoever. So right. Do that, and now. All right, thank you for listening to the last episode. Now you're back. Everything's great. Uh, so, <laughs> and
0: let's get into it. Yeah. So we, we tried to play this game. Well, I mean, did. I say we tried. We let's did. Let's
1: explain what the game is. Like the, right. Uh,
0: so let's explain, like, also, it was kind of hard to get this game, right? It's a little bit obscure.
1: Yes. So Drowned God is a puzzle game in the style of Myst or something. It's a point-and-click adventure puzzle game that was released in 1995 right?
0: 95?
1: 96. 96, yes. Uh, when those games are like all the rage, and as such, it is really hard to get on modern computers. But thanks to a hero named Zombiever,
0: mm-hmm. I Not the it. movie.
1: I didn't know that was a movie.
0: <laughs> oh, God, you have to watch it. It's about what it sounds like. Yeah? Yes.
1: All right. <laughs> that's, yep. that's a pretty good
0: premise, mm-hmm. gotta say.
1: Hell yeah. Zombiever has a pretty good premise, too. He just reworks all old games and makes them run on modern computers which is yeah. pretty cool
0: which is quite a feat because this game is very known for being buggy anyway
1: yeah and we ran into some of that So the, sure did yeah so Drowned God the game was Harry Horse and these two other artists who are uh, Alistair Graham and what was the Algie
0: name Algie Williams Algie
1: Williams yeah, and it, it was, it seemed like it was really just these three guys coming up with the everything because. Yes. It's as a point and click adventure game. It, it is basically just the stuff you're looking at, the things you can click yeah, on. Yeah, you shit. explore
0: the world. You got to solve the puzzles to make progress. Every now and then you get like a cut scene. Yeah. Um, there's some like spooky music in the background, and you're just kind of exploring like these eerie historical landscapes. Yeah. So you want to start off with like where the game opens up?
1: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, the thing that makes this game like legendary or whatever is, I don't know if it's legendary, known for being weird as hell, is because it's sort of a, it's a collage, a hodgepodge of like every conspiracy theory, paranormal theory, like in existence into like hairy Horse's... um, grand unified conspiracy theory about the Precisely. origins of humanity and stuff.
0: It's like he he did research on every single like he was very into sci-fi, very into fantasy, yeah. um, very into I don't know, probably read like Lovecraft and stuff as oh, yeah. well. And just probably thought to himself a lot like how could I live in those universes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And maybe even try to like how, because there's a way of, a way you can think about like that type of conspiracy theorizing or whatever is it's almost like a way to make the universe you live in that magical.
0: Precisely. Yeah. yeah, you take stuff from history, like real stuff like Leonardo da Vinci or the Knights Templar or Stonehenge. These are yeah. things that really exist. And you create this myth that connects all of these different things to legends like King Arthur and you get all of that together.
1: <laughs> Throw and some fucking aliens on top yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: And then you are living in this like crazy sci fi fantasy universe. Like mm-hmm. you don't even have to read about it. Like you don't even, even have live to leave it.
1: your fucking couch. And all of a yeah. sudden you're in a crazy world.
0: I know. So I actually totally understand the appeal of that. And I think okay. like that's what this game is doing. Trying to introduce you to, because I think that's kind of how Harry Horse's mind works, was like just connecting these these dots between everything, whether yeah. or not the connection is apparent at first or not.
1: Right. So there's a—the the game— Place and, to, and to do this, we, we tried to play this game. And uh, we, we
0: did. We played it for, like, five hours, oh, mind you. We
1: played it for a long time, yeah. It was, like, five or six hours. It was uh, Willow, myself, and a friend of ours who went to school for game design. And so, like, with our weird knowledge and his, like, game knowledge, we had yeah, the dream team.
0: We really did. <laughs> On my own, I would not have gotten as far as we did. I would have tapped nope. out so much
1: sooner. Oh, my God, yeah.
0: But <laughs> was, Together we did it
1: I was doing it in the name of the podcast But I would have I been out of there I'd Yeah Overwatch we, again. we had to mm, tap out at, at
0: six hours Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever continue But if we did I'd have to be stocked with like Snacks Energy yeah. drinks Like,
1: Yeah I feel like So afterwards We went out to uh, the bar for the first time in like forever And saw some like blues music And some live music And it was like That's what we needed To get out of the world of Drowned God And I like that's what Harry Horse needed too. That that is the like prescription for yeah. for that that place. It's just going to the fucking bar and hearing some blues music.
0: <laughs> really. Like, <laughs> it broke the monotony, cause like yeah. I was feeling weird after, mm-hmm. you know, just like the droning of music that goes on and on and over and over and oof.
1: Yeah, so the game, like, it, it tries to fuse, you know, Kabbalah, uh, the Book of Genesis, tarot cards, aliens, Area 51, the Men in Black, into this, like, overarching, I guess, yeah, I guess it's technically a narrative, even though I didn't understand it, you know, a story about the secret his- history of humanity, isn't that, like, the yeah. tagline, too?
0: So, like, you as the main character, right, yeah. or the, the player character of the game, you, like, wake up, and there's this... Bequest Like globe And there's this Little computer And it tells you Like It says like Not to believe Don't trust Something It like warns you Not to be too Trustful of people Yeah yeah And then it says like as above, so below, but as above, so below, you know, yeah, as, yeah. as one does.
1: And it tells you to enter your name, right?
0: Yes. You enter a name and then it assigns you a number for numerology.
1: Yeah, it like calculates the letters in your name. We, we picked Osiris because like, why? Of, of course. Why not? Of course you're going to. You know? And so then it gave us, like, it it took all the letters and turned them into numbers, did the gematria on them and combined the numbers. We got eight.
0: And it told us we're psychic. Yeah. I already knew that. I knew it was going to say that. I
1: knew it was going to say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew, like, 10 minutes before. (laughs) Um, And it also told us, like, our four most recent past lives.
1: Yes. And also gave us Saturn as the planet we were associated with.
0: Yes, it did.
1: Yeah, it gave us four four past lives.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And... We found like one of them was real, right?
0: I think, um, so Elizabeth Barrett was one of them. I believe that was the most recent one.
1: There was the guy who went down the Bermuda Triangle, like that, supposedly his backstory was that he got sucked in yeah. the Bermuda Triangle. In a
0: there's, I know there's Zola Levitt, Elizabeth Barrett. Yep. Um, who were the other ones?
1: John Cartwright or something like that, or?
0: Did you write it down anywhere?
1: So I did write the names down, but I gave him stupid shorthand names.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see if we can figure it out.
1: I got Frankie Dora. (laughs) (laughs) Zola Levitt.
0: Yeah, that one's real. I think it was like... Frankie Dora? Yeah.
1: I think it was like Frances or something. I don't know. I was going quick. I was trying to figure out.
0: Oh, my God. I wanted
1: to find the secret of the Drowned God.
0: There's Francis Dora Smith. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. And uh, John John Cordwiener.
0: Cordwiener? Cordwiener.
1: Cord. Oh. Cordwainer. Cordwainer? Cordwainer. Cord. W A I N E R. C O R D
0: W A I N E R. Hmm. Okay.
1: His was the supposedly the guy who went down the Bermuda Triangle. I remember like we.
0: Cordwainer is another name for a shoemaker. Hmm. So that's interesting. That feels like a riddle or something. I don't think <laughs> that's a real name. Yeah, no, definitely. Unless you wrote down the wrong name.
1: Entirely possible.
0: Yeah. So Zola Levitt, one of our past lives, or one of Osiris's future lives, I don't know, Mm. um, if we want to write ourselves into the myth.
1: I I know. Yeah, Zola Levitt
0: is not who was described in the game. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. The real Zola Levitt- is a Jewish believer in Christianity who founded Zola Levitt Ministries in Dallas, Texas in 1979. So because this is like the real name of a person who is, I guess, famous enough to have a Wikipedia page, I have to assume that that's might be who he was referring to.
1: Yeah, there's no like disambiguation. Um, I know
0: Harry Horse slash Richard Horn was religious, so it's possible that he might have known he must have. It's in the game. Or at least one of the other people who made the game yeah. knew who this was.
1: Yeah, I really don't. There's, that There's is all you get from Googling Zola Levitt.
0: Yeah. Or maybe all of these names break down in Gematria to 8 as well.
1: That could be too. Yeah. Yeah. It, and- <laughs> I thought it was interesting that like, when so you get presented with these names and it's like, they give you the years they were alive, the history, and then each one had a In the bottom right hand hand corner, it either said blame or no blame. Mm -hmm. That was weird. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know, we should say okay. We kind of thought that we were gonna play a bunch of this game, and then we were gonna be like, like we could present to you guys, you know, a a sort of coherent uh, (laughs) encapsulation of it. Yeah,
0: like a summary. No, no, no. It turned out
1: we uh, we got a bit arrogant. This Mm -hmm. thing is fucking confusing as all hell. It was really hard to get through. There's like four main worlds and we only got through the first one.
0: Yeah. Um, To be fair, the first one has the most puzzles and the amount of puzzles goes down. Like the last world that you go in only has one puzzle. Okay. Mind you, it might be the hardest fucking puzzle of the entire game, but I mean- if it is, then it must be really, really hard.
1: Yeah. So from our perspective, so we like we we got our we got our past lives and shit, and then we had to click a number on a big spinning like stone clock, and we went into this like spaceship thing. We could go either up or down. Downstairs went into this like board room that looked like from the Middle Ages. Upstairs it was like this board room from the yeah, future. Yeah. So
0: downstairs is also Malkut.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And
0: upstairs is Um Kether. Yeah. Which makes sense because yep. that's the um uppermost and bottommost um Sephirot on yes. the Tree of Life.
1: Yeah, Kether is um yeah Kether is like the, gut, the 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 first emanation from God from the ineffable. It's like the the holy light or the the crown chakra in um yeah. Hinduism and shit. And then Malkuth is. The physical world, the material uh-huh. world, where we all live, the microphones I'm talking into, the, everything we see and touch, right? And uh, the other four levels of this of this game take place in four of the Sephiroth, um, which are the spheres on the Tree of Life in Kabbalah, which I just, like, had a, a panic attack for a split second thinking I was going to have to explain that on a podcast. It's not going to happen. It's a very <laughs> tough thing to explain. No yeah, let's just
0: not. You know, yeah. you can look up the Wikipedia page. Just pause this. Look yeah. it up. See if you can understand it.
1: Yeah, I mean um, it's the thing, like I I understand it. It's something I I'm very it's very hard interested to in.
0: Verbal like put it into words
1: succinctly.
0: Yeah, and connect it to this as well.
1: Yes. But briefly each of the Sephira in Kabbalah, it's it's a type of energy that exists in the world. You know, Baina, which is the first level in in the dr- in Drowned God,
0: the first world, the first if you world.
1: Will. Yes, um, we are told to by these two different talking heads, in each in Kether and one in Malkuth. One's like real sci-fi, the other is real like weird fantasy, and both yeah. were the hollow mask illusion, which is the it's like a, it was a right. spinning mask. So
0: when you go. Up to yeah. um, well, let me rewind. First, we chose to go down the uh, the stairway, right yep. to Malkuth. Yep. And there you find, like, it's a room with a bunch of masks around the room. It's like a round room, right? There's yeah. no, like, corners.
1: No, it's like an oval.
0: Yeah. And there's a bunch of masks on the wall. Yes. And then there's sort of, like, it looks like the talking genie thing from, like, Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's like yeah, a genie head Yeah, exactly. That's literally, yeah, yeah, and yeah. this face, like, it spins around, and it, like, tells you some stuff, and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's the vibe of that room, and it's like gray pretty much, except for this box, which is like gold and red, you know, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the genie head in it. So that's that's that. Yep. <laughs> it's like a castle tower where it's you know stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you go up, and this room is like a board room where there's a, like a round table with a bunch of chairs at it, right?
1: Yeah, it's like this is definitely where the Men in Black have meetings. Yes, you know?
0: and there's um, windows around the room that almost look out into like space. Yeah, yeah, r- which doesn't really make sense. I mean
1: this is this is when the X Files was 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 about to happen. Yeah. This room
0: happen. is is very like AI overlord technocratic yeah, like yeah. dystopia.
1: It's that particular mid nineties sci-fi dystopia like uh Half-Life. You know, it is a right. great example of that.
0: So now instead of genie head in a box, we get um like Computer face. <laughs> but it was also
1: the hollow mask illusion, which is like a, a, I've, I, I don't know if this is actually true, but I've seen this relayed a lot. I've heard that like that's a there's a particular thing in the brain of, of people with schizophrenia where they're not affected by the hollow mask illusion. And and the hollow mask illusion is if you take a, a mask, you know, that's like like a plastic mask, so
0: yeah.
1: it only looks like a face from one side. And if you spin it around, like uh, neurotypical brains. See, don't see it as a hollow mask when it flips all the way around. They just see it as a face that pops up. And um, Oh, brains.
0: I see it as a hollow mask.
1: No shit? Word?
0: I mean, that's I mean, what it can, is. You can
1: tell that, like, but yeah, it's, uh, you, it's an illusion. In the yeah. game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've just seen that... Uh, that illusion done before, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I know it's gonna do the weird thing. See,
0: I know that, like, I could make my brain see it the other way Mm -hmm. if I wanted to, but it just doesn't make sense. The other way where it's a face that pops out is creepier. Oh, definitely. You know? Oh, it's definitely creepier. It's just a mask, so (laughs) it's gonna, like, go in on the other side instead of out. That's just what logically makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's not a, like, one-to-one perfect test of, like...
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Obviously, you know, I gotta go to the doctor. (laughs) Um,
1: wow, you weren't tricked by this fucking illusion from a video game in ni- a low budget video game yeah, in 1996. Yeah, right?
0: drowned god. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's infecting me. The technocratic overlords uh, from Keether. God damn it. So yeah, we you know, we go up, we go down and
1: and the, the two faces tell us we got to go get the Holy Grail. Basically, yeah. And so we got to we get we get our special number. We got to add two numbers together, put it in the fucking stone clock, hit the button, the new number that pops up, and then we go through this portal. And oh shit,
0: we're it's, in Stonehenge. We're in
1: Stonehenge, and it's like spooky and fucking gray and looks like wasted. It's the it's a wasteland. Yeah, it's like been raining.
0: Battle. It's cloudy,
1: and uh, we're we're in Stonehenge, and then we. We we basically through looking at this weird shit like going through portals in the in the stones we find yeah this, like, like
0: if you walk through the ones that are like a door yeah yeah like some of them are portals
1: yeah and they take you all around we found like this tree with these like weird shit hanging off of it and drawers in it
0: that's and, Merlin's oak
1: right oh yeah
0: I, did I that was a spoiler I, I, I
1: but I wasn't I also wasn't sure how to uh, how to bring it all in it's all about yeah. King Arthur it turns out. This whole thing is all about King Arthur, right? And, like on one side of the map is like this n- n- torso of a knight statue that's like giant and has a door in it, and the other side is Merlin's tree. I didn't know he had his own tree.
0: Um, right, it's an oak tree too, and like it has that. like a little doll hanging off of it. It has spirals drawn on it.
1: Yeah, which which is very like yeah. uh, True Detective. I thought like that. Yeah, it's of, like creepy. Uh, super creepy, and like we, yeah. We did this puzzle in the fucking night. We we opened the, the fucking the door leading to the knight's chest and there was an another boardroom. Or this was the round table. It was the round ra- yeah, like of the But like the round literally
0: the knight's like physical chest on his body. Not like not like a chest that you store stuff in. Right. Like this building is literally just a giant big old torso. Yeah, torso of armor yeah that you walk inside of
1: yep and so we had to do this like we felt pretty good about ourselves from like figuring out this this one puzzle it's just like a, it was a connect the dots like labyrinth or whatever in retrospect it was kind of easy compared to what we were about to yeah.
0: yeah that one we only had to do like what 15 tries to yeah, get it it's only something like that have, yeah yeah so yeah. easy
1: the solution like the goal of it was not telegraphed either um
0: that's the thing. You have to figure out the rules of these puzzles on your own. Yeah. There is no indication of, like, what you're supposed to do. You and just have to keep doing it until you figure it out.
1: Yeah, and that's true of, like, mist and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like mist is a lot more polished. And I I also just, like, I don't like those types of puzzles. Um, They, they really stress me out because I just, like, start... I start thinking that there's way more possibilities than there actually are.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, so we did this puzzle, and then I forget the order in which it happens, but like, oh shit, now the round table in the fucking knight's chest, it turns into a UFO, and there's a man in black. And like, this UFO takes off, we get told that we're agent something something in some sector, and that fallen angels are coming, and then like, then there's a cage elevator, like a Faraday cage elevator, and all of a sudden- It's
0: supposed to be an Iron Maiden. right.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so we take, we ride the Iron Maiden down into the basement of the fucking night chest, and um, all of a sudden, it's Leonardo da Vinci's fucking workshop.
0: And the music now is like, boom, 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 Yeah. Like, oh, cool. I was vibing. Yeah, no. I was was, like dancing. It
1: was a nice, uh, yeah, you were, you started just dancing as a coping mechanism. Yeah,
0: put the music in here now. Okay. Just to like, and imagine me dancing. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, after we after we did that and, like, didn't find anything except, like, some really cool drawings and stuff, I would say, like, a lot of the art in this game is <sighs> creepy as hell. It's not something I like to look at, except the drawings of, like, the, like, the drawings that are on the walls and stuff. Those which are, are from
0: the manuscript.
1: Right. So, those are Harry Horse's actual art, and those are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, some real, like, I don't really know how to describe them, almost, like, like, fake, like, textbook diagrams of, like, aliens and stuff. Fake like Leonardo da Vinci. Fake Leonardo stuff, um, yeah, Like, yeah.
0: anatomical drawings. Yeah.
1: It really just, those were awesome. That, that was the best part of the of the experience for me.
0: So then, after that shit, right? Yeah, we yada, yada, we, have yada. To, we go back to the tree. Yep. To Merlin's Oak, right? Which has drawers in it. Yeah. And we select the bottom drawer.
1: Oh, the, it turns out that puzzle was just, you just had to open all three at least once. In any yeah, order.
0: what you want to do is open the bottom one, though, so oh, okay. we skipped over the the top two and went straight to the bottom. If we had opened the top, we would have found a goblet. Oh. If we had opened the middle, we would have gotten a sarcophagus and skeleton. Oh. And in the bottom, we released the elemental, the little yes. floating orb, the willow the, will, the wisp, the if you will. The willow the wisp. The willow the Truman, if you will. And then you gain access to the dock, which, you know, and you get this boat gets summoned. No, we got, all
1: right. You got to paint this picture a little bit. So you fucking, you're at this creepy ass tree with these spirals drawn on it, right? And you open the drawers in it. I didn't see the fucking sarcophagus or whatever, but like this will of the wisp flies out and then it, it flies down through Stonehenge to the beach, which was this just like stone wall with a door in it that you couldn't get through, but it kicks it open basically. And then it leads you to,
0: the, the strong fairy.
1: Yeah, very strong fairy. Leads you to this dock and there's just nothing there, but there's this like dismembered fucking torso of a knight on the ground with like a helmet that looks like a deer skull on it. And I guess the trick because is Because
0: of course there is. Because of course,
1: yeah. And so if you like op- pull this fucking horned monstrosity up, like reveal it, it's just a like horrible face and then the boat comes. Which great. is cool. yeah, great. Yeah, great. So you get on the boat and then you go to this fucking tower, which I guess is like Avalon. This is like that is, you know, mm-hmm. the King Arthur myth, like some fucking promise or however you want to uh, interpret it. Um, and this is the most frustrating thing I have you ever find that experienced. The drunk
0: ass, like Knights oh Templar, God. whose face is all fucked up. It looks like he's wearing like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. like meat mask. Yeah. And he's gross. He's super <laughs>
1: gross. He's <laughs> drunk. He's slurring his speech. The sound design in this game is fucking horrible. So, so you, you can't could, understand what he's saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so he, he, he's, but he's, he's clearly got a board game in front of you, so you can and suss you, that out.
0: You gotta play it with him. You them. gotta
1: play it with him. Now, the thing about this board game is it looks like like Othello. There's like, you gotta, you know, be like whoever, there's like a, a a game board with alternating, like, blue and red pieces, some white ones, and there's a chalice on there. And, like, you have to, I guess, put out the flame last and force the other player to do it. It's almost not worth
0: it to even try to explain this shit. Like the point is
1: it's not a real game, even though it looks like a real game. The rules aren't you just have to
0: outsmart the computer and like hack the game to like beat this level pretty much. It's like
1: you have to brute force attempts at this game so that the cup ends up in a certain starting position on this thing. And you cannot skip the drunk ass Templars dialogue beforehand.
0: Yeah, so, so you just have to listen to him over and over and over.
1: And it's not like you can figure this shit out either. It's literally you have to do this enough times to brute force the fucking thing. Um, yeah, and
0: hope might- that the cup ends up in the right position so yeah. you can beat it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this took us like three hours.
0: It, it was most of the time that we yeah, spent. it was
1: fucking horrible. It was just
0: getting past this drunk piece of shit. Yeah,
1: I was, it, it might be the most frustrating time I've ever spent in a video game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we did it. We did it. We did it at some point. We, we, we fucking really did. did
1: we and had then, to restart the game and do all the other puzzles because-
0: Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We that like happened. broke the game trying to complete the fucking puzzle.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we ended up doing it. We got to we wrote another Iron Maiden up and we talked to Morgan Le Fay from King Arthur Stories and we we'll, we're gonna talk and talk about the the actual symbolic nature of, of these characters and shit uh, afterwards. We're just getting through. It. We're almost done with how far we got. Anyway, Morgan Le Fay is uh, this winged fucking demon with like uh, computer cords or like tubes coming out of her fucking head.
0: She's scary looking. She's terrifying. And then we we'll like, like post a picture of her on our Instagram. There.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, we, we have to give her a tarot card and then she mumbles something, couldn't understand it, and she gives me another tarot card. And now I can get, we can get further into... Fucking, Bina! Into Bina! And we go back to Leonardo's workshop, and we animate his automaton, and then all of a sudden we're in this, like, museum, and then there's two head. like, a, there's a, a spinning device on either side. Is the head of Isaac Newton and the head of Albert Einstein. Right. You have to do this stupid puzzle. They have to rearrange the conversation and they're just, like, arguing about quantum physics and the nature of God and stuff.
0: Right. So you walk in, <sighs> and... It, like, it does this transition, like, this zoom-in transition, right? Every yeah. time you do it. And you're, like, zoomed in, and suddenly you're in this room that looks kind of like, like a museum, almost. Like, it's very polished. There's, like, beige floor, beige walls. There's this device in the middle. Like you said, it's <laughs> our boy, Isaac Newton. My boy! And Einstein My on boy. the other side. Underneath them is this target that says now with a button. And in the background, there's two doors. One of them says yesterday and one of them says future, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yesterday, tomorrow, now. Those are like your clicking options, right? Yeah. And then on the left hand side of the room is this giant like mural of an apple. That depending on what you pick, the apple will get bites taken out of it. Yeah. And you can kind of track your progress through how eaten the apple is.
1: That and the... Um,
0: and on the other side... The
1: chalkboard with the equation. Yeah. But like, uh, the thing is, there were... It never mattered. the The point was that like the, in each of these rooms, either Isaac Newton or Albert Einstein would say something, and there was they each had four different lines of dialogue, and you had to organize it into a conversation. Pretty simple, like puzzle conceptually. Once that,
0: you figure out what the puzzle is,
1: right? But even then, it's just you. It's just brute forcing because it did not seem to matter whether you picked tomorrow or yesterday like that did not seem you just to... had
0: to figure out like which sequence you need to do
1: yeah but like sometimes it was just like oh the same sequence that got me to this line of dialogue well now it doesn't anymore it was fucking you just had to keep doing it until you heard the right one yeah. and then hit now and it was just and
0: you also it's hard to know that. like if the game is broken or not right <laughs> you know you're like um is it's is like it glitching or am I just like stupid like, is yeah. it uh is there a bug here or what? Yeah, and you then, just don't know.
1: Yeah, and uh then like soon after that, uh I think we brought another tarot card to Morgan Le Fay.
0: But so their conversation though was about like infinity, right? About yeah. the nature of infinity and like God and stuff.
1: Yeah, well it was about like the nature of physics and mathematics and quantum mechanics and you know, basically Isaac Newton and Einstein arguing over whether God plays dice with the universe or not. Yeah. And then over whether humanity plays dice with the universe or not. Right. And it was like when they're using, it was, it was kind of, it was conceptually kind of cool. I, you yes. Know, um, just
0: infuriating. Just
1: super infuriating. Yeah. And, and then after that, like we brought another tarot card to fucking Morgan Le because that's where we got it. And then all of a sudden we had the Holy Grail and like the, the, the antenna at the top of Avalon shot up a signal to deep space. And like, that's all we got. That's it. Yeah, and that's, that's the end
0: of uh Bina or Bina. Yeah. Is it Bina?
1: I think it's Bina. Oh.
0: Okay. I I've, yeah, I've just been saying true. it the way that Harry Horse said yeah, it because I, mean, I think it's entertaining how like English people talk. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is very funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but so like I it from what I've read about the rest of the game, it seems like that the overall plot is about how aliens. Created humans by
0: genetic you know, manipulation. Genetic
1: manipulation and yeah,
0: shit. like animals chimeras. Yeah, probably
1: some Anunnaki bullshit up in there.
0: Yeah, we got like the pyramids.
1: Yeah, um, and and this is what this game basically breaks down to is hairy horses. Grand unified conspiracy theory about some ancient alien shit,
0: and also I think just his interpretation of um, like Genesis.
1: Yeah, definitely. In
0: general, yeah, in yeah. the Bible.
1: I think I got the feeling he literally believed aliens genetically manipulated humans to create them. That was the sense I got. I I, I could feel like I felt like I could t- I felt like I was experiencing him losing it. As I was playing this game.
0: I felt like I was experiencing myself losing it.
1: Yo, I certainly was. Yeah. I was losing my goddamn mind. But yeah, it was very interesting because I could like it it got me thinking about how it you got- can just draw conclusions and draw strings from different things right. to make them fit a, you, a nebulous narrative. If you
0: try hard enough, you can definitely find patterns and stuff if you want to. Yeah. You know, which is kind of what like we've been trying to do is examine like, so what do all of these things in this level, uh, Bina, have to do with Bina? What do they have to do with Drowned God, you know? How do they connect together? Why were they all in this level together? Yeah. Like, what does Stonehenge have to do with King Arthur? What does King Arthur have to do with the Knights Templar? What does that have to do with Leonardo da Vinci? What does that have to do with Newton and Einstein? The and, thing, it's like, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like all these things are, it strike me as like, oh, they're just the cool things that people have, rem- they're cool enough to keep passing down as stories. And like, I don't know, I have sitting on the table with us um, a copy of The Hold a Pale Horse by Bill Cooper, William Cooper, as it's written here. And mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with that book, that was like he was uh he was the rich man's Alex Jones. <laughs> or Alex Jones is a poor man's Bill Cooper. Um <laughs> Yeah. And uh, he, but he he wrote this book Behold a pale Horse, which is like a, another grand unified conspiracy theory that uh, alleges. I, I believe I don't fucking. I've only read bits of it because it, that shit freaks me out. But it,
0: there's majestic twelve stuff in there,
1: majestic twelve shit in there, which but, is
0: also in Drowned God. It,
1: yeah, but Bill Cooper draws all these connections together, and he he makes it not about actual aliens, but about the government faking aliens as a like yes. that NWO shit,
0: which is much more plausible to me. Oh yeah. Like, that's kind of what I'm going with, especially if you've seen the documentary Mirage Men, which, like, make a little note of that. It's very good.
1: Mm. Yeah, you, you've mentioned that to me before. I need to check that out. I think it's interesting that we, we have multiple instances of people, like, drawing lines between all these different things and coming to, like, vastly different conclusions about, like, what it all means with, like, Bill Cooper and thinking the NWO is faking aliens and shit and, you know, Harry Horse thinking that, that aliens created humans through genetic manipulation or chimeras, and there's probably an alien bloodline. And some like, shit do in there. you think
0: he does actually believe it, though?
1: I think so. That's the vibe I got.
0: I I think so too.
1: Yeah, I think he didn't always actually believe it.
0: Yeah, not all the time, yeah. but like <laughs> occasionally when it suited him, or
1: like more and more towards well the end of his career and life. By, by the, I think he probably believed it by the time he finished making Drowned God.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> it's a weird one. It, it's an interesting thing is to me is that the magic stuff, like the tarot and the, the Kabbalah and the, which is the stuff that like, I'm, I've got the spooky bookshelf, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I really enjoy reading about the history of all of that and, and studying, studying all of that. I mean, I love the tarot. I'll do an episode on that one day. It's fucking great. It's one of the coolest tools ever. And I'm always, I always get excited when I see that type of stuff used in, in games, you know? Yeah. Um, and, here if I felt like I could not see
0: the through what, line the through
1: line why these yeah. cards in particular why so these uh the level, concepts uh. the
0: level that we did the tarot cards that were included in it were um the tower the yep. star the yep. magician, and temperance yeah so like I feel like i I can kind of.
1: The star Understand. and the tower.
0: The tower, I see that as almost like maybe a reference to the Tower of Babel, the loss of the, like this ancient knowledge.
1: Yeah, so maybe
0: something like that.
1: In um in like in the sort of Golden Dawn tradition, the Western magic tradition, um the the tarot cards are linked with uh Kabbalah. They're linked with mm-hmm. the Sephiroth, and uh, the trumps are linked with um, paths between the Sephiroth. Right. Yeah. And um. The tower is, it's nowhere near, uh now, like nowhere, nowhere near, opposite side of the fucking, of the dude. Yeah,
0: day. but of course, um, like, something that people do is kind of come up with their own mythology, more or less. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what he was trying to do. It is. Is it's, take it's, stuff that was pre-existing and make sort of like a prophetic fan fiction.
1: Yeah, but it, it's like the, it's the like the Kabbalistic concepts mean something. Do you know what I mean? I don't like think he ha- fully
0: understood them. No, that's that's not like it, I am not get it. takes so much study that I'm not I'm not sure if cuz this is a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he was truly like versed in all of these different things that are brought up in the game which I'm not, I don't purport to be at all. Like he would have had to do some like Devote so much of his time to reading. Well,
1: he said that he had someone who taught him Kabbalah.
0: I, I don't, and Halpke did not exist in exactly. my opinion. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did not. <laughs> not a real person. Yeah, I
1: think I really, he, he looked at, he didn't even have Wikipedia then. So I was going to say he just like read the Wikipedia articles on these concepts. And
0: um... I think he was trying to do what like Zachariah Sitchin did mm-hmm. and just like write his own version of history that made sense to him. Yeah. You yeah. know, just yeah, y- yeah. using the, pieces of history and of myth and legend that are available,
1: yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And also, like, the tower, we went to the tower. Like, there was a, literally a tower. We literally did
0: go to the tower. <laughs> and then, like, the star, you know, there was the, the body of water. Well, the star we to-
1: does come after the tower in the tarot. That it, it yeah. is tower and then the star.
0: Right. Um, then we have the magician, which makes sense with all the Merlin stuff.
1: Yeah. The thing that bothers me about the... They, it's, it's just like,
0: so surface level. It's so exactly. Um, yeah, like there's not a a deep thematic significance to it. Right. I feel
1: so. I've played three games in the last like month um, that have dealt with the tarot. I played Drowned God. I played Cyberpunk 2077, and I played uh, Persona 5. And Cyberpunk 2077, big budget. You know, if you know mm-hmm. video games, you know the debacle. Um, that whole thing was pretty good game now. But great writing, great story, and they have tarot cards in there. And Persona 5 is like a JRPG, very long, very in-depth, um, yeah, RPG, and there's tarot cards in the two. And I just want to like y- the use a couple examples from these two games to illustrate kind of what I, I mean. Um in in Drowned God, we get the tower and then we go to a tower and it's on a battlefield. It's like very surface
0: yeah um
1: the star like oh space aliens huh yeah 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 in cyberpunk it was a little better but it's like the moon was mystery or something and still death was death in in it all these gay like death i know and in persona 5 i thought this was this blew my goddamn mind i loved it so much they're all the all these different characters are
0: you're a fucking nerd by the way
1: yes i am (laughs) this is where i get
0: to shine yes
1: um all these, all the different characters in Persona Five are associated with different tarot trumps, and the character associated with the death tarot card is this like thirty-year-old uh, punk lady who's a doctor. She's a bad bitch. And she like and she took the fall for like the she got blamed for the death of like a, a patient at the hospital and lost her job and now she like runs a back alley neighborhood clinic doing like shady clinical trials for this like drug she's trying to invent to like treat that disease that killed her patient and she thinks she did it. But she's like this doctor that's like just going against like resurrecting herself. You know, being rebirth and like saving people, and she's represented by the death card, and like that's that's how it is. Well, you know? yeah,
0: like rebirth. Yeah, almost. rebirth, like and like what number is the death card as well?
1: Uh, that is shit. I should know this. Is that thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Well, cool. ooh, spooky thirteen.
0: Yeah, right. Ooh.
1: Yeah, so it's it is tough, like because when I see stuff like that in media references to like esotericism and shit, like I always go to, I always try to interpret it from the context of how I know it, but it never really yeah it never hits the right the right notes. It's super rare, and it's too bad because like I feel like a lot of people are like, kind of getting lost in some fucking nonsense because they're not actually using the real meanings of like this shit like right, you know what I mean yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like you know, if you were to try to interpret what Baina is or means through this, like through drowned God or what the tarot cards mean through drowned God. And you just like kind of went on your intuitive sense of what's going on here. Um, I think we could probably both agree, at least with the tarot cards, I feel confident saying that it doesn't really like... Yeah,
1: it doesn't And with Bina, like the sphere of Bina represents like... Understanding. Understanding, yeah. The womb, um, like all this sort of um, nurturing, like, supremely uh, female energy and shit.
0: Which I did not feel in this level at all. No, it was- I felt very, like, it felt like a very masculine level, actually. Yeah, it felt like a fucking wasteland. Um, Um, Which maybe that's on purpose, because they kept saying throughout this level, like, this is a woman's fault, right? Something like that. Yeah, basically,
1: the treachery of a woman did all this.
0: Yeah, exactly. So... Maybe there's a message in that, that it is so opposite from what, like— it's titled, at least that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's like, oh, we're actually in the Klyphoth, the the bad version of the Sephiroth. Um,
0: it's, that actually could be it, because I felt like this game had some very Gnostic principles in it.
1: Yeah, and it also, like, I felt like the whole thing was also a lie. Like, I, I definitely could Inverted. See if, I, if yeah. I got through the game and it was like, oh, you were actually climbing the Tree of Death the entire time, and you are in, the like, the opposite. Well, maybe, that, but I, I doubt that. I mean... That'd be a cool concept, though. Maybe I'll write that game. i oh, fucking sick.
0: Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I know, like Harry Horse believed in God. He was a mm-hmm. man of like faith, of strong faith. And yet in this game, it's like, so where do aliens fall into with like his version of God? You know? Yeah, yeah. Is are the aliens god or like what is there are they separate did god create the aliens too right right like or, what
1: are aliens the angels the uh, like cuz that that's that's a common Ideas that, like, these are, the bad aliens are the fallen angels, the watchers.
0: Or is this supposed to represent, like, you know, a twisted alternate reality?
1: Or does it just represent the reality inside Harry Horse's head?
0: I really, like, I'm going back and forth on whether or not he actually believed it or if he's just exploring these ideas. Yeah, Um, yeah, Because.
1: It's just Alistair Graham fucking with everybody.
0: Because the game's so dark, too, you know? It's so fucking dark. It's so dark and bleak. Like, you don't feel like you've had a cathartic moment of, like, understanding and coming into knowledge where you're like, oh, it all makes sense now, yeah.
1: Yeah, normally, like, (laughs) when you, like if you were to get the Holy Grail in, in, in any other game, you would feel some sort of like, triumph. Oh shit, like, I hope, I can't wait to see what comes next.
0: Yeah, there's no triumph here. It's just like, oh, yeah. fuck. I'm f- a fucking finally. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not like, oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, go me. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's done. Good. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, so, without seeing the rest of it, like, I, I'd say like, okay, we have, you know, by being the mother archetype, the higher mother um,
0: Maybe he had some issues with his mom.
1: Maybe, and but then there's also the Holy Grail, like which has been suggested to represent like the uterus by Dan Brown and people like like that. I believe that that was what he was getting at with mm-hmm. like the whole like oh, it's the Holy Grail is the the cup of blood, the, you know, the uterus that births births the like royal bloodline, or in this case, probably like the alien bloodline or something, and like yeah. Morgan Le Fay being this like. A, a sort of mother character, depending on the version of the King Arthur story mm-hmm. you're um, you're going with, but being this like horrible demon hooked up to like this antenna or something. I mean, like, so there there kind of is a through line there with like. Yeah. But now I'm doing the same thing by like I'm like oh yeah I remember like oh yeah Dan Brown's adjusted like the fucking Da Vinci Code.
0: That's the whole point of this though. Yeah, is, but <laughs> like
1: now I'm referencing another guy that just fucking drew lines between things with. That's like, all
0: this is, baby. I, yeah. You know. which it's just a big old puzzle puzzle game.
1: Interestingly enough, that's what like a lot of, a lot of Kabbalah is, uh, is about is drawing connections between things.
0: And it's about doing codes. Yes. Finding out codes, basically unlocking like the ciphers to truly understand like the hidden knowledge.
1: Yeah. Like it's, um, I I heard, I think I was like Gordon White, maybe, uh, talk about on some podcast, like a long time ago, I, um, Dude was comparing Western esotericism to Eastern esotericism or like particularly Kabbalah and fucking Zen Buddhism and shit like that. And he was saying that like – like the difference is that in – Eastern mysticism, it's about, you know, removing desires, removing things from your psyche until you're left with nothing, which is the oneness of all, right? And in the West, it's about drawing connections between things until everything's connected and you're left with the oneness of all. It's it's two opposite ways, as above, so below, uh, to get to the same thing, which is just like the unification Literally, of
0: though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, and that's the whole fucking, that's the whole shebang right there. You don't need King Arthur to tell you that. Tell you,
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So basically, this game just like takes your mind and fucks it super hard.
1: Yeah, basically. So like, I want to try playing a playing a little game. Okay. You, are you down. All right.
0: Oh, okay. gray
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna open a random page in Behold a Pale Horse. Okay. And we're gonna connect it to God.
0: <laughs> okay. All right.
1: The mm. use the mantra as I flip it. Ohm. All right, got it. <laughs> i knew this was a good idea. All right. The class of people who most willingly enter into secret societies are those who live by their wits, careerists, and in general people mostly light-minded, with whom we shall have no difficulty in dealing and in using to wind up the mechanism of the machine devised by us. If this world grows agitated, the meaning of that will be that we have had to stir it up in order to break up its too great solidarity. But if there should arise in its midst a plot, then at the head of that plot will be no, will be no other than one of our most trusted servants. Yeah, that, that's enough. Oh, the, then it goes on to blame the Jews. Oh, excellent. Oh, because I opened into the middle of the protocols of the fucking elders of Zion, which I'm going to pick another page because I don't want to read from the fucking protocols of the elders of Zion on a okay. podcast.
0: I mean, just a bit about secret society. Yeah. You could have just, you know, just like, oh, imagine oh, and secret and Protocols societies.
1: of Eldersian, Elder Blaming the Jews, Kabbalah. There you go. We did it.
0: Yeah. Sh- shit, that was easy. <laughs> Very easy.
1: Oh, here we go. We know that the Templars are Illuminati. Because the Freemasons absorbed and protected those that escaped the persecution of the church in France, just as the Freemasons would absorb and protect Weishaupt's Illuminati centuries later. The Knights Templar exists today as a higher degree of Freemasonry within the Templar order. In fact, the Knights Templar is a branch of the Order of the Quest.
0: There you go. Yeah. Immediate, like, that's what this game is, baby. Yeah,
1: and, like, the thing is that, like, yeah, there is a order of Knights Templar in Freemasonry, but, like... Are they the Knights Templar, or is that just a Listen, badge that a handful I d- of dudes wear? Like,
0: I really don't feel like fact checking that right now, but I know that it's wrong. Yeah. like I'm yeah, not going exactly. to explain why it's wrong. <laughs> but
1: like, you, you can
0: fact check me. It's fucking wrong. I'll-
1: I'll bet my life that that's wrong.
0: <laughs> I just know it is. Like that that never happened. That's not what the yeah. Knights Templar like no, Freemasons. Not true. They weren't around back then.
1: Well, the the myth is that like, like the Freemasons were the the were the the Masons that built fucking Solomon's Temple or that built some goddamn thing. It's
0: a lovely myth.
1: It's a lovely myth. Yeah. Is it yeah. lovely? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's it's something.
1: Freemasons are alright. They never did me did me dirty. Yeah,
0: they're okay. They're okay. It's okay. usually just a bunch of like old guys that uh, are masons.
1: Yeah, and they probably it's just like it. help each other get around taxes and shit. Mm-hmm. Fine, I want to join.
0: <laughs> I don't. My great grandmother was like. She was, I don't know the classification of her position. She was in the Order of the Eastern Star, though. Oh, word. So I actually have some of her, like, cool Masonic, like, texts, like, old books. And, like, one of them is all about, like, um, Kabbalah and, like, deciphering, like... Um, different, you know, it's they, there's some pretty cool things actually. Yeah, yeah, and, you, and they're all stamped like the Masonic Library of New York yeah, or something. Like
1: and the like the esoteric side of uh, Freemasonry isn't like really that hidden, and it's only like um, there there are only a few like from what I understand, there's only like really like a few Freemasons who are actually interested in that side of stuff. And yeah. they have some blogs and shit where they interpret these writings, you can read them, and it's it's like it's whatever. They're just they're just fucking dudes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're gay.
1: I don't know what they do in there.
0: They're fucking dudes.
1: Well, all right. <laughs> so I'm sure some of them are. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't know
1: what I'm doing anymore.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really know any like that much about the the like conspiracy side of the Knights Templar or the Holy Grail or, like,
0: how... Or Arthur? the Priory of Scion, which is, yeah. like, why... Um, that's why, like, Leonardo da Vinci is in this. Yeah. And, like, Einstein. Don't people think that Einstein is a member of the Priory of Scion? Dude, like,
1: people think everybody's a member of fucking everything. You know?
0: I know. That's,
1: that's why I was so sure All that, these like...
0: secret society. Like, clearly, they're not. Like, yeah. there's so much speculation. It's, like, not... If it was a secret, it's not anymore.
1: Right. And all that happens is that these names and shit just become legendary. And then it's like some people think that just because these are the famous things that they all have to be tied together and stuff, that there has to be a thing that links all of them. And that's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, to me that's very, it's a very interesting Reductionist. And like,
0: there probably on shit. absolutely is something that you can come up with that's in common of all of them. Right. But you can't base it on lies. Like, right. when you fact check simple stuff, like, Let's see. Knights Templar Freemason. Like, let's just go to Google. All right. So, the earliest documented link between Freemasonry and the Crusades is the 1737 oration of Chauvelier Ramsay. Like, how the fuck do you know? (laughs) 1730. Like, who? What? It just doesn't make any sense. I mean...
1: I mean, it doesn't make any sense that.
0: It doesn't make any sense because, like, 1737, excuse me, but like the Knights Templar were active in like 1119, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. literally, like, 600 years ago. So, how does some do <laughs> 600 years later? Because,
1: like, he's, he's literally doing the same shit that. He's like,
0: just making his own myth. Yeah,
1: he's just a conspiracy theorist back then before the internet. You know what I mean? He's just, he had an idea and he's like, that has to be true because it makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. And now, like, uh, people just took that and ran with it. Yeah. Like.
1: And then because it's old, it gets more weight.
0: Right. You because know? it's old, you, like, kind of believe it because, you know.
1: Because just finding it feels like you've, un- like, you've cracked a treasure chest. Right. you solved a puzzle just by finding this old thing. So it gives it more importance. But it's just like, no, that's just another fucking dude. I know. Saying shit. He's just drunk and saying shit, just like me. It's, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that. There's just something wrong with like, it's just thinking the drunk dude saying shit is a a fucking prophet or anything more than you.
0: Right. Or that it's fact. Because when you just, you know, it doesn't say on Wikipedia and he was lying, you know, it doesn't say that. But if you just think about it a little bit, it's like, well, (sighs) sir, how the fuck would you know that? Like, it just doesn't make sense
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, i think
0: and yet from that all of these other myths about like freemasons and the knights templar are born and now like i don't know
1: yeah so i i think that the, the reason the reason i'm like kind of being a little cranky about this game or like, like going in on it like kind of hard is because like when we talked about Harry horse i really felt like this dude could have been my friend I still you know? feel that way. Oh, yeah, abs- no, I still do. But, yeah. like, you were introduced me to this guy, and I was like, oh, wow, holy shit, his band fucking rocks. Like, this is all awesome. And then, like, he met this, like, really fucking fucked-up tragic end that we don't really understand. And his brain got broke, probably. And, like, pl- after playing Drowned God, like, I, I really— Everything we were, we were just talking about, like, you know, just thinking things are true because you found him and all this shit and drawing these connections, it's like— it, You know, I can't, I can't say that like that shit broke Harry horse. Like, no, but it it just, it just, it just makes me feel icky. Like the, a lot of the unified conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. I mean, weird way.
0: I get it because it's fun. It's something that the Marvel movies do. Oh, oh like I like mean. they take from all of these like real life conspiracy theories and like jam-pack it in there. Um, I don't watch them. Right. I mean <laughs> But like I'm familiar with uh like plot lines. Yeah, yeah. And especially like in the recent like King Kong and Godzilla movies, like there's so much like like conspiracy packed into there that pads out the plot of these movies. Right, right. And I feel like that's what this video game is trying to do. Except Except the creator, like, kind of, like, he believes it, actually.
1: He went a little fucking nuts.
0: Usually the, like, creators of this stuff, like, don't actually believe the conspiracies and myths that they're borrowing from for their plot line. Right, right. But um, I believe that Harry Horse, like, did believe it occasionally, and other times, like, probably was too busy to believe it. (laughs) I think he
1: he was also a particularly susceptible person to...
0: Fantasy. To
1: fantasy and magical Magical and
0: thinking, yeah.
1: And, like, from someone that, like, study, like, I am super interested in magic and the occult. Like, it is my fucking thing. I love reading old textbooks about fucking desert wizards. It's the best. And when, when you start looking into that stuff, what you're getting, you get into is this place where you're just playing with um, the symbols and shit. Like, one of my am I working, like... Ways to like like offhanded like explanations for what is like the practice of magic is a martial art of the imagination, and I think that that is a, a, yeah. a very succinct way for how for how I, I see everything. My
0: definition of magic is imposing one's will upon reality. Yes,
1: yeah, but and in, in order to do that, you 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 play with symbols. That's the yes, right? and you
0: play with altering your perception.
1: Yeah, and it it's a dangerous. It can be dangerous for for some people to get into. Into right. the headspace where anything can be true, you know. And well,
0: clearly Harry loved doing that. Yeah, like he that's loved a great time to, to <sighs> you know, act and be these different characters, which totally understood. Super cool. Mm-hmm. But if you rely on that to escape from reality rather than just to have fun. And like you start crafting this other world that you travel to sometimes and you live and your loved ones are like, ooh, there's something kind of wrong with Harry lately. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that he's like, he's more angry, he's more distant, he's not making as much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like then, you know, it's, I don't know.
1: It can, it's like, I think especially in recent times and not yet too current, but like a lot of people are starting to see like, conspiracy theorists as as bad guys or a villain and stuff and I don't think that's necessarily I don't think that's necessarily true. But we are starting to see the effects of mm, magical thinking and drawing too many conclusions based off no evidence whatsoever I and how think that manifests. We're
0: just seeing the myths change in real time yeah. is my interpretation of it.
1: But it's like we we often think that like th- that this is something that is put on people from outside sources, right? That these there's this like say conspiracy theory that gets thrust on Somebody and all of a sudden they get got by it, but in reality it's it's not that it's just this type of thing called conspiracy theories it's a it's the it's the escaping in your in your own head and you're like you can make this shit up by yourself and go to yeah bad places you know what i mean
0: i mean it's it's just curiosity it's um because you have to be curious in yeah, order to definitely. reach these conclusions, and you also have to kind of like um suspend disbelief which is fun to do as like a form of escapism like I love to type weird shit into YouTube find these obscure channels of people talking about crazy shit like people talking about how they're a clone and blah 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 blah, and they're you know stalked by the FBI and they have proof of it and like you know like it's fun but like so I love to sort of step away from reality and watch this stuff and imagine that I am that person and I I believe their version of events and I believe them entirely because I know they do. Yeah. And that would fucking suck. That'd be so scary. So sometimes I, I like to just do that and imagine what that's like. And I feel like Harry Horse did the same thing. Yeah. Where he just was fascinated by almost like, it's almost like live action role playing. It's almost like just playing a game with oneself, I, like a thought experiment.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think the like the other thing that all of this stuff always gives people is um, it's it's when they they're trying to I say they as if like we don't all do this, but like when we feel a lack of coherence, that's what we try. We we're we're after coherence, some sort of cosmic coherence. A story. Yeah, a story we, we so We want make stories
0: sense. to explain things because yeah. we're conscious creatures with these thoughts in our head that are going all the time, and our way of making sense of things is to tell ourselves stories about it.
1: And some people go into fucking, they just accept nihilism or something. Yeah, their stories
0: are weirder than others. It,
1: they That's just, nihilism's just no fun. Come on now. Um, it's way more fun to believe in mm-hmm. alien Osiris. Uh, but that actually—that's like—that's one of the things that the tarot card, the star, represents. Is uh, like the tower is destructive forced, like, things being smashed apart, and then the uh, the star comes right after, and it's... It, it, one of the things that represents is sort of cosmic coherence. Mm-hmm. And, and well, the, maybe the, the tower
0: um, represents, like, the dismemberment of Osiris, or, like, the rod of Osiris or something. Yeah.
1: that I mean, that would be the, the old phallic symbols there. Very you know? phallic. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, Crowley wrote this, like, fucking pamphlet about some... This is disgusting. Well... I don't know. I've never read it, but he wrote this it fucking- Is about
0: castration?
1: No, it's about um, this super secret, super powerful, magical ritual that can only be done by men, and it's about the tower. It's just butt sex. He's just butt fucking.
0: Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. it is. He's all, all about yeah, the fucking, just you know,
1: all, all all mix
0: that. I'm not even going to say no, it. No, yeah, don't. I'm not even going to say it, but that's what, what? it is. Oh,
1: what? oh, no. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's gross.
0: Yeah. But I was thinking- talking about recontextualizing myths and legends throughout history, the chimeras that are brought up in Drowned God and the idea of aliens doing genetic experiments, and that's what humans are. Yeah, yeah. You know? And one of the endings for the game, the Malkuth ending, you're like transported to sort of this dystopian version of the universe where you're looking at the genetic experiments like taking like people being born in the tubes and whatever and like that's what that universe is like i guess Whoa. and it makes me think of you know a lot of alien abductees talk about how they are used in these alien hybrid programs right yeah yeah and how they are like impregnated by the aliens, and then they have their baby stolen from them, or they have their sperm or their eggs stolen from them, and then combined with aliens to make these hybrids.
1: Typical of uh, Fae folk stories, too.
0: Yeah, the changelings. Morgan
1: Le Fay. Moving. Yeah.
0: Um, like, did you know that there have actually been people executed in history for being accused of being, like, a changeling?
1: Now, oh, of course. There have Jesus
0: Like, eyes. yeah. So, like, this is a, th- a thing. This idea of these Hybrids, you know, you have these chimeras in the Bible. You have the Nephilim, and that came out of angels breeding with humans. Yeah, now yeah. you have aliens breeding with humans, exactly, and like taking them up to the heavens and whatever. What, so you just like this alien hybrid stuff. I feel like is just a retelling, a reinterpretation of chimeras or Nephilim in the Bible and also like the fey folk. Yeah. You know, it's just all.
1: And, and th- that, that shit really fascinates me. Like the, um, the Jacques Vallée, uh, view of, of UFOs and shit as they are. It's the same thing as like the fey folk and shit. Like I, I yeah. really love that idea but it's like, so, so does fucking Harry Horse, And so does like Bill Cooper, like er, 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 it's, but the difference is, like, I don't have to see any of that as literal to still see that as being con- connected, you know what I mean?
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, well, I-, I do think that, like, the stuff that people experience in regards to s- certain supernatural um, events, specifically ones having to do with, like, aliens yeah. and whatnot, I lost my train of thought. Happens to the best of us. It does.
1: It's like, you know, I. it does seem to me, like, the stories of the Fae are, are way too similar to the stories of uh, fucking gray aliens to they, for them to not be connected in some way. But is that mm-hmm. some way just because it's just a story that gets passed down? Like that might just be the connection, mm-hmm. you know, um, or some genetic memory of, of some scary thing. Or
0: or a dream that or a you dream. Had.
1: Yeah, there's there's a bunch of people that – and this is a common theme I've seen through stuff we've talked about is – The the needing to have it all be literal. That really, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think, so when I'm looking at the theme of like these different hybrids throughout the, you know, the ages. Yeah, yeah. um, I think what that is, is like this human fear of evolution. Like, oh, we're going to get phased out. Like the human race is going to like... Oh yeah. Maybe die. Yeah. And we're preparing ourselves for like our imagined version of what the next possibility is. And it's usually us combined with some supernatural force, right? Like yeah. we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get bred with by some Upgrade, either whether it's like, like the AI or the aliens or the angels, what have you, yeah, fairies, yeah. some supernatural thing is gonna combine with us to make the next evolution of us, and that new evolution is gonna wipe us out, we're gonna become obsolete, and we're just like trying to cope with that, I think. Yeah,
1: which is just another way of like coping with the fear of death. Yeah. It's just another fucking as above so below that's what that means. It's the, <laughs> you know, it's the yeah. same, we have, this, we have a fear of death that like, that expands out from that core fear and, and happens in all these other different spheres of existence. Right. Like, it's all metaphor. There's this, uh, scholar in 12, like 1215, I think, uh, Maimonides, who, uh, he was a Moorish, uh, Jewish scholar who wrote this book called A Guide for the Perplexed. And I, I might've brought this up in the demons episode. Um, Basically, a guide for the perplexed is, and I love that title. But it explains that it explains what metaphors are for people that don't understand metaphors, and talks about how like, oh, angels are the things that just make things happen in the world. So like the wind or like electricity and shit. Yeah, like it's just a metaphorical, metaphysical in in that like it's how we make maps in our minds of things, mm-hmm. way to describe the world rather than explain it. And it's like, this dude is like pretty snarky too. Just as snarky as like, I would be now about like, why don't you understand what a metaphor is? And I thought that was really interesting to come from that long ago. Yeah. You know? And like, so like, what is the metaphor of the All the, the fallen angels and-, and, the, and Arthur and like, fuck, it's hard to talk about this game. Um,
0: the metaphor is like, I guess, hidden... Knowledge, yeah, and also it wasn't. There's was supposed to be a sequel that never came out.
1: Oh, right, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So
0: I don't know if that would have helped this make any sense or not. And also, we didn't play the whole thing, yeah. but I don't think it would have helped. Yeah, uh, my brain searches for <laughs> an easy through line between all of these things.
1: So I just found a synopsis to the plot of Drowned God, written by this feller that I think speaks to that point really well. And so let me pull that up and I'm going to read that. So this is the basic plot of Drowned God, according to Phil Salvador, uh, writing for Obscuratory.com. As best I can tell from the, from the cryptic clues, the game suggests that all world mythology draws from the story of aliens who became stranded on Earth tens of thousands of years ago and whose Atlantean civilization was lost to the sea. The Egyptians named them Osiris was their emperor, the drowned god. He was betrayed and murdered by his son, Horus, who catalyzed the, in quote, primitive human race. Humans conspired to hide this knowledge for generations, encoding it in art and the works of great thinkers. Modern experiments have disturbed these secrets, calling the aliens back to the planet. Your mission is to relearn history, retrieve alien artifacts with the power over time and space, and maybe determine the future of of the Earth." Yeah. So it's sort of exactly the same thing as the Da Vinci Code, except with aliens. It's the Da Vinci Code with aliens.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, huh. Yep. Uh, Osiris. So
0: he wants the... The aliens aren't here. They were here. They helped seed us. But they've they've since left, and they are going to come back?
1: Yes. They're on their way back, and it's, it's perhaps they're On their way good.
0: back to do what?
1: Fuck shit up.
0: Like, no, what are they going to do, though? Are they going to get us ready for our next, like, uh... You I don't know, no. Let's see. Where are they gonna breed us with the next?
1: I hmm. hope it's something good. I don't know. This guy doesn't tell us what what they're coming here for. Oh, apparently the Holy Grail can fold time in on of itself. That's what that's what the Grail does in this game. I didn't really get that. It's really like the sound design in this game is very bad. We could not hear the dialogue as things were explained to us. I and mean, there were no subtitles.
0: It did fold time in on itself. We spent true. so long on that that's one true. puzzle. We we're like, holy shit. We've been doing this one thing for so long.
1: Yeah. Here he says, uh, in its pan-conspiratorial worldview, drowned God sees connectedness. The voice in the bequest globe compares life to a wheel, always turning in place like the clock on the crypto wheel. Time moves in a cycle. People reincarnate. History repeats itself, and religious tenets converge. Kabbalah, divination, the book of Genesis, and Egyptian myth all retelling the same stories. Yeah. They're they're really—I don't know. They're not, though. Like—
0: they're all trying to explain, like, where we came from.
1: Yeah, and that's why it's, it's like, the stories are sort of the same because they're talking about the same essential question. Yeah,
0: questions. they're trying to answer the same question.
1: And so that's, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, look at that and they go, see how similar they are? But it's because they're trying to answer the same question. But then, so they just invent an answer to that question and say, oh, it must mean this because it all points to here, but, it's like, the leap is...
0: Yeah, yeah, really. There's there is no answer to the question, whatever that question may be. The, the question the is question. is why? How the fuck are we here? Why do we exist? What is this place? What <laughs> the
1: great spinning mystery that burns at the heart of infinity? Who am
0: I? What am I?
1: <sighs>
0: like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm an alien.
1: It is really interesting to me that, like, the the time period that this game came out, and I think it was definitely a product of its time, like the the mid-90s, right before the new millennium. The X-Files. Aliens are
0: making a comeback, too. They are, yeah. You know that, speaking of, like, well, we didn't speak about QAnon at all. I was just thinking about it. Oh, the entire time. Yes. (laughs) Um, Like, Ron Watkins just released a new alien website about, like, about alien disclosure. So, like, and I saw it. I knew it was coming, that, like, the next thing was going to be they're going to shove some, like, UFO shit, alien, like, secret space program, different alien races, like... We're, they're going to, you know, and it, it is, it's happening.
1: That's what we should talk about for a bit here. Um, because next week we're going to talk about Project Bluebeam. And I think that this, the, yeah, what I really want to talk about uh, with Drowned God is like shit that does lead right into that. The idea of like taking things literally. Yeah. So yeah, I was just thinking about this, this story on, on Reddit called uh, the throw throwawayian guy. Yeah. You slash throw, you so know, this dude wrote this, uh, post on reddit about seven years ago who uh, he and he gave this whole elaborate story of how he'd been abducted by gray aliens throughout his entire life
0: yeah and he has like two handlers here on earth right yeah
1: he said um the aliens apparently hate jazz and horn music and they love bluegrass which is very funny to me Mm -hmm. and it was seven years ago it's this whole big thing and it in it in that post he says that in July of 2021, the aliens are are coming back. That's what they told him. And now, of course, we're getting closer to July 2021. Not there yet, but um, all these assholes on Reddit are freaking out because like, oh, people are talking more about UFOs now, and this dude said July 2021. That must mean he was telling the entire truth. It's
0: July 18th.
1: Well, the year 2021, but July 18th is the the day he said yes. So mark your calendars. But the thing is, like, it's... What freaked me out was that the internet seemed to be split into two, mostly completely split into two groups.
0: Or at least the most vocal people.
1: The most vocal, are, yes.
0: Y- the ones that want to engage in the conversation, right?
1: Which is a very important thing to remember when you're getting information from the internet. Is
0: yes. Think about who's posting think and ab- who's not posting. Think about a bar.
1: Think about the loudest assholes in a bar. Are they are they the smartest ones in there? Are they the ones you should be listening to? Yeah. Do they do they do they know? Do they really know how to find the heart of Saturday night? I don't think so. Anyway, people seem to be split into two groups, the loudest ones on the 12-year-old that is the fucking internet, people that thought, oh, my God, he, he got the ballpark date of something that is probably not going to happen at all. He got, it's kind of close to how people are talking, so he must be telling the complete truth because he posted again after seven years. How did he still have the, like, oh, how did he get it right? So he didn't get anything right. Then there's this other group of people who think that this must mean he's completely crazy, completely schizophrenic, completely out of his fucking mind. Like, and it's like, this dude's just fucking with you.
0: He's either fuck... I think he could very well believe what he's saying, but I don't think it impacts his life that much. There's too at many least, clever
1: jokes. There's a couple clever I think fucking you, jokes I in think
0: there. you can be clever, and I think you can also have delusions at the same time. Like the man I showed you yesterday, yeah, for yeah, example.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, like, but I mean, like, the way he named people and, like... Named the groups of aliens, like, it's all the like references to like, sci-fi. Well, so.
0: that might be on purpose, because maybe he developed these delusions as an effect of being a fan of sci-fi.
1: Perhaps, perhaps, but I like to think he was. A creative and he
0: probably writer. used um, fake names for Reddit too.
1: Yeah, well, he definitely did. But like calling yeah. the aliens the friends of friends, which is a great name.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think there's a chance that these entities that visit him are just extensions of himself that somehow got externalized that he experiences as aliens, and he does truly like experience this shit. Because a lot of people have weird dreams and don't know how to interpret them. But
1: some of us have weird dreams, and the way we interpret them is by fucking with people on the internet. Like, yeah, I really. There's a lot of stories that pre- that people pretend to be either disturbed or have true. had a terrible experience. But
0: I just think there isn't right chance. Like to fuck with you. I think there's a chance that he's a totally like, sane person of sound mind that just experiences, like, this one weird sure. delusion. Sure. Yeah, that's entirely possible. And, too. like, it doesn't interfere with his life that much, but, like, maybe as a person who experiences alien phenomena, he browses the UFO subreddit, and maybe he saw himself mentioned and exactly. was like, oh, shit, I should log in. So if he's a troll or if he's genuine, that's probably the case of why Definitely. he logged back in. Absolutely. But, uh, like...
1: How could he have known after seven years? Why did he come back?
0: Like, we don't know. We have no idea what's going to happen on that day. Uh, Unless, like... i place my bets, though. I don't know.
1: Because, like, I, I don't know. It seems like it's all just too... A literal for to, for me to believe in any of it, like the the government about if if the government says that like UFOs are gonna be here that they're they're real aliens or something that like uh, uh, people from some other that's s- not
0: going to too happen.
1: Fucking literal that that's you, like
0: um, just not yeah, going to happen. Not.
1: And if it does, you know they're fucking lying. Like that's just that's just true.
0: It just it separates people who want to believe from people who don't want to believe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, it's like, choose your reality. Like, he, you, <laughs> player, you have been presented with this story. Do you choose to live in the reality where the alien invasion is going to happen in July? Right. Or do you choose to live in the reality where this person is just nutso? Right. Like.
1: And, and I don't want it to sound like this, like, one way to do, like, I'm saying, like, oh, all all people who write this shit are, are trolls or whatever. In fact, the exact opposite. I mean, we don't know. All you have is Most just, people aren't. Right. But that's true. Um, But what you have is just words on a screen. Yeah. That's literally all you know. That's all you fucking know. And as the internet has um, progressed and as information has gotten more freely shareable, you start to see all this weird shit that are just words on either some yellowed paper or a screen getting put next to each other. And then you just draw connections
0: right between them, it's you know? like a choose your own adventure game but in real life like yeah. you get presented with information what how do you want to classify that in your brain how do you want that information to color your reality yeah i think personally i think aliens are a psychic phenomena
1: yeah i'm in the same i'm in the same
0: boat like psychic interdimensional perhaps yeah um like they just exist in a dimension that we cannot perceive of as three-dimensional beings in a three-dimensional realm.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's way more likely that um, it's like a pigeon.
0: It's an idea. Yeah,
1: or like if if say like a pigeon or a, yeah, a pigeon saw a drone, right? Like a quadcopter. Yeah. Would that pigeon think that it was?
0: It probably wouldn't. Like Can it? they see that far?
1: Yeah, but like flew right by its head. Like, like, (laughs) whoa, what is that? Like, I don't, it was like, oh, that's a weird pigeon. No, I wouldn't think it's a pigeon because it it doesn't flap its wings. It's not the same type of flying thing. It has a different propulsion system, right? Would they understand that this is not uh, an animal, that it's a robot being controlled by a human? Well, no, because they don't understand the concept of control, right? Or the
0: concept of animals.
1: Right, exactly. And so I I think it's this like supremely arrogant position That humans have to think that like we understand all possible concepts.
0: Yeah. Or that aliens would be interested in contacting like humans specifically that like we're so unique that like they're just interested in us. That seems to be like a common thing too. Yeah. Like if anything they're probably observing like the entire
1: planet. Or they're just like on a or, or we think like that there's any reason they should be on the same scale as us. Yeah. Like three feet tall whatever they're shorter than us that's still the same scale. You know? Right. It's like the size of a small child or whatever. Um,
0: Or that they would even look humanoid. Look, any
1: sort of, like, they could just be, like, some five-dimensional geometric shape that we can see its fucking pinky toe that shows up, like, interlocked fucking glowing triangles or whatever, but it's just, like, the super cosmic 5D equivalent of a fucking pinky toe, and it has no idea we're here. You know, yeah. like, it's way more likely to me that it's just something like that, just some weird shit that our brains cannot physically comprehend. than it's like some civilization that's like way too much like us in that they fly boats and and come and 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 look at things the way we do and write shit on their ships or whatever the fuck like this.
0: right like, no, it just strikes
1: me as very simple
0: indeed, indeed.
1: and so it's like I'm wary when people start telling me stories that involve things like aliens that are too human. And that's why, mm-hmm. like, I way more believe that, like, some powers that be could just fucking fake something than...
0: Of course. Yeah. Like, and why wouldn't they, too? Especially if there's technology that's still, um, like, unclassified. Is that the right word?
1: Classified? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I can the, just cut as out As above, the un- so
0: below. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, if there's technology that's classified, which, of course, there is... They <laughs>
1: capital T, they they Salvatore país,
0: fuck. They don't want people to know about it. Isn't it great if you could just convince people like, oh no, that weird shit you're seeing? like that's um that's I don't know. We don't know what that is. Might be it. We don't know. Yeah,
1: we, we don't know. We
0: see it too, though. It ain't us. It, yeah, like, it's,
1: it's not ours. It's not theirs. Um, why don't right. you draw your own, why don't you do your own research about what's going on and then people come to the conclusion themselves that it's aliens by the PSYOP produced propaganda about On it. Gaia. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, fucking Corey Good and the secrets fucking space program.
1: Has anyone traced Gaia's financials?
0: I feel like Gaia is probably like funded by the Navy or something. I wanna
1: dive into that and see who who funds that. Gaia being the yeah. uh, Netflix for spirituality or whatever the fuck they tag themselves as.
0: Right. And it's all just about like, oh my I can't even I can't we even. won't even we, we won't. won't.
1: Even. Nope. Not <laughs> we today. We can't, not it's today. It's fucking hot to yeah. talk about Gaia.
0: All right. So to tie this back to Harry Horse yeah. and Drowned God. Oh man. It's just the perfect melting pot of all of these different conspiracy theories and like transforming myths that we yeah. just you know
1: that all combine to give a sense of coherence and meaning to the person that was looking for that all his all his fucking life and who sort of seemed to get further and further away from from it, you know,
0: yeah, and yeah,
1: yeah, and. I
0: mean, he was also a believer in past lives, which is why this is right, right. It's brought up in the game, right, right. So
1: yeah, because he thought that he, uh, well, he. It's based on that forged document that he he wrote right. in uh, the eighties. Um, yeah, it's a, it's just a weird thing, and I'm kind of, I think I arrogantly assumed there'd be more like whoa moments.
0: Yeah, or like moments where. I'd be sitting there super stoned and be like, oh, Oh, this is trippy. And there really wasn't any of that. It was more of just like, ooh, my brain ouchy.
1: Yeah, brain ouchy and just a bit disturbing. Yeah. But hey, when you go into things blind, that's what you get.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Hard to hear as well. The game is very difficult to hear.
1: Sound design is the worst goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it's very incoherent, much like real life. Yes. (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah like what's what's real what's not like what does he believe what doesn't he what's just there for entertainment you know who can say
1: yeah fucking A
0: indeed well, more aliens next week. Can't yeah. wait for that.
1: Well, fake aliens.
0: Fake aliens. Yeah. That's the best type of alien.
1: And uh, <laughs> the mysterious death of the author of this pamphlet. And was he was he murdered or did he just die of a heart attack in his 30s because he was doing too much cocaine and writing conspiracy theories?
0: Oh, and it always like that. There's <laughs> always the like myth. Yeah. The after death myth that has to be built around these figures.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure someone thinks that Harry Horse was murdered for mm-hmm. coming too close to the truth. Yeah. Even though I couldn't see anything. All right, guys. Well, thank you for
0: listening. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star rating. No less than that or no I'll less. come find you.
1: <laughs> she will. I've seen her do it. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty. <laughs>
0: I'll arrive in my flying saucer and beam you up. You don't want that.
1: You don't know where she goes.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. Take care, guys. Be well. Peace
0: out.